Welcome to Becoming Mind Strong, the official podcast of Mind Strong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of Mind Strong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. Welcome to episode six of Becoming Mind Strong. And today we're talking about the truth behind muscle growth. To me, this conversation is a lot like an episode one where we talked about the truth behind fat loss. And here's why. If you remember in that conversation, we talked about there is only one way to lose fat. When it comes to how the human body is designed, there's only one way to lose fat, and that's to be in a caloric deficit. There's a million ways we can get there, but in terms of what those million ways are doing, there's one way, be in a caloric deficit. And the same is true when it comes to muscle growth. There's a million programs we can follow. There's a million techniques we can use, but at the end of the day, there's only one way that our bodies are designed to grow muscle. So today we're talking about what that one way is, and we're debunking a lot of myths around this because just like the nutrition conversation, there is a lot of bullshit out there that is used for marketing purposes only that we have accepted as truth with a capital T. So we're going to learn what's actual truth, what's marketing bullshit, and what we need to learn to do in order to get those lean sculpted muscles that we're all working towards. The first thing we need to understand is this. The only way to grow new muscle, to build muscle in our body, is to push our muscles to do what they currently can't do. I'm going to say that again. The only way to build new muscle is to push our muscles to do what they currently can't do. So here's how this works. When you're in the gym and you're lifting weights, you're not actually building muscle at that point. At that stage in the game, when you're in the gym and you're lifting, what you're actually doing is you're, you're tearing your muscles, which sounds incredibly painful, but it's not. So let's say you're doing bicep curls, okay? As you do those curls, you're creating little tears in the muscle fibers. What happens when you get home and you eat and you refuel and you drink water and you hydrate and you rest... During that recovery process, your body is healing those little tears in your muscle fibers, and it's in that healing process, it's in that restoration process that new muscle is built. In order to get to that stage, we have to push our muscles to do what they currently can't do. Now, here's where we get into the conversation of how do we achieve that? How do we push our muscles to that point? Well, there's a million ways to do that, right? We can use body weight exercises. If you've ever done push-ups or pull-ups, you can very easily use the weight of your own body to push your muscles to do what they can't do. You can use resistance bands, right? As long as you're using tight enough bands to create enough resistance for you, you can use those and do at-home exercises and push your muscles to do what they can't currently do. My favorite is to push yourself to lift heavier because it's super efficient, So if we're doing those bicep curls, you might start out with five pounds, but then the next set, you go up to 7.5 pounds and then 10 pounds. We never push to the point where our form goes out of whack, but simply increasing the weight that we're lifting is the, the most efficient way that I know to push your muscles to do what they can't currently do. Now, the conversation that usually follows this, one of the questions that I get asked more than any other is what about this concept of low weight, high reps? Here's my favorite example of what, <laughs> what low weight high reps actually means. 
Picture for a second that you are walking through an airport and you see a magazine stand, okay? And on that stand is, is Fortune magazine. And on the cover of that Fortune magazine is the richest person in the world holding a jar of pennies. And their whole pitch is that this person on the cover of that magazine became the richest person on the face of the earth by picking up a penny every time they found one on the ground. I would call bullshit, right? Maybe, maybe if you picked up a penny every time you saw one on the ground, you, you might get rich in hundreds of years, right? It's possible that, that it could lead to that result. But one, you're being extremely inefficient. That is not the most ideal way to get rich. And two, you're taking your chances. There's no guarantee that you'll run into enough pennies in life to actually get rich that way. It's just, it's utter bullshit. And here they are plastering it on the cover of a magazine trying to sell that as truth. This is what I think every time I see a fitness magazine with a fitness model with those beautiful lean sculpted muscles holding a little two pound dumbbell. I promise you that fitness model did not get those lean sculpted muscles by lifting that little two pound dumbbell up and down. And here is why we know by now that the only way to build muscle is to create little tears in our muscle fibers that later heal and grow into new muscle. If two pounds or five pounds or whatever this tiny little weight is, if that's light for you right now, how many reps is it going to take for you to push your muscles to do what they can't currently do. How many times are you going to have to lift that little two pound weight up and down and up and down and up and down until your muscles get fatigued? Hundreds? That's the equivalent of picking up pennies. You are wasting your time. You are not going about this in the most efficient way. And chances are that, that it's so light for you, depending on your current level of strength, that you're never, never even going to get there. You might be doing this for hours before you feel anything. That, I promise you, that is not the way that that fitness model earned those muscles that you're seeing on the cover of that magazine. So the question arises, why are they advertising it this way? What does that fitness magazine have to gain by bullshit marketing, by saying, look at me, I have sculpted muscles, and so you can get these too by lifting this two-pound weight? Why are they giving us misinformation? The answer in this case, the answer in the case of these two-pound dumbbells is a misconception and I'm going to generalize and say women, it's not just women, but most women have this fear that lifting heavy weights makes us bulky, right? We see this skinny model with lean sculpted muscles and she's holding a two pound weight. So we think, okay, well, low weight, high reps is how I get those. And then we see, we pass a bodybuilding magazine and there's a woman with big bulging biceps that scares some of us. And we say, well, I don't want to look like that. And she got that way because she lifted heavy. And we've been told that and we've been sold that for so long that we accept it as truth with a capital T. So to fully understand how this process works, I'm going to use the example of a bodybuilder. And I use this example knowing full well that most people listening to this podcast do not have dreams of being a bodybuilder. I'm including myself in that. You know, my role is an educator. I have no dreams of getting on stage and competing in bodybuilding competitions. But the visual of how the bodybuilding process works very clearly illustrates how every human body works. Because again, this is not Rachel's laws of fitness and nutrition. This is how the body was designed 101. Yours, mine, bodybuilders, lean sculpted models, whoever. 
every human being who is currently living, who has lived, our bodies are designed to process, to function the same way. So this visual of how the, what we call bulking and cutting process for a bodybuilder works to me is a very clear visual of how this works for all of us. So let's pretend that you're a bodybuilder and a year from now, your plan is to get on stage and compete in a bodybuilding competition. You're going to split that time up in between what we call a bulking phase and a cutting phase. So let's say you're going to take six months to bulk. Here's what's going to happen in that bulking phase. And then we're going to loop around and I'm going to show you how this relates to you and me and every single human being. In the bulking phase, there's two things you're going to do. One, in the gym, you are going to push yourself to lift heavier every single set. So going back to those dumbbell exercises, you might start with 10 pounds and the next set you go up to 12 and a half pounds and then 15 pounds and then 20 pounds. You're pushing your muscles to lift heavier. You're pushing your muscles to do what they can't currently do so that you grow new muscle. The other thing you're going to do in the bulking stage is your nutrition. You are going to consciously eat more calories than you burn. We call that being in a caloric surplus. You have to eat more muscle, more calories than you burn in a day if you want to build new muscle. That is a fact of how our bodies work, and we're going to talk about that more later. So while you're in this six-month bulking stage, you're pushing yourself to lift heavier, and you are purposely eating in a caloric surplus. You are purposely eating more calories than you burn so that you can build new muscle. Okay, you do that for a set period of time. For our example, right now, we're saying six months. Then you go into what we call a cutting phase. There's two parts to the cutting phase. First, your workouts. During the cutting phase, your workouts, hear me right now, your workouts are exactly the same. You are going to continue to push yourself to lift heavier every set. So again, you're doing dumbbell bicep curls. You're going to go five pounds, seven and a half pounds, 12, whatever it is for you, you're pushing yourself to lift heavier each set. The other part of this is your nutrition. So now in the cutting phase, our goal is to shed the fat that's covering the new muscle we just built. To do that, we're going to put ourselves in a caloric deficit, which we learned about in episode one. We're going to purposely eat slightly less calories than we burn each day because that is the only way our bodies can learn, can lose fat. As we lose that fat, we're now showing off that muscle that we built. Our workouts are exactly the same, whether we're bulking to build new muscle, whether we're cutting to lose the fat and show off that muscle, our workouts don't change. The only thing that changes is our diet, is our nutrition, is the way that we eat. So what does that mean? It means first and foremost, we need to know our goals, right? Is your goal to build massive amounts of new muscle or is your goal to lose fat, to show off that muscle? No matter what your goal is, that is not going to change your workouts. And that's the part that we have to clearly understand because it is so different than what we've been taught. The difference between that fitness model on the cover of the magazine with lean sculpted muscles and that model on the cover of the bodybuilding magazine with, with big bulky muscles, the only difference between them is not how they lift weights. Their workouts look exactly the same more or less. The only difference between them, the only difference that's factoring into how their bodies look is their nutrition. And that is a huge statement because most of us have been raised to believe that that super skinny model with the lean sculpted muscles got there by doing low weight, high reps, and that the big, big bulky model got there by lifting heavy, heavy weights. And the truth is that both of them 
are lifting heavy weights. Both of them are pushing their muscles to do what they can't currently do. The only difference between how their bodies look is in their nutrition. Now, this is where we get into a big, (laughs) I'm going to put a big blanket statement of don't shoot the messenger. Because what I'm going to tell you next, most people are not happy about, and I'm including myself in this. If there was one thing I could change about the laws of health and fitness, it would be this. And unfortunately, we can't change it. This is how our bodies are designed, but there is good news that goes along with it. I want you to think about this for a second. We now know that if we want to build new muscle during that bulking stage, if our goal is to put on new muscle, whether you're a bodybuilder or just an average human being looking to build muscle, we have to be in a caloric surplus. We have to consciously be eating more calories than we burn. We also know that the only way to lose fat for any human being is to be in a caloric deficit, to eat less calories than we burn each day. Here's a big statement. It is physically impossible to lose fat and build muscle at the same time. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back because we have been sold this bullshit maybe more than any other in the health and fitness industry. It is physically impossible to build new muscle and lose fat at the same time. And here is why. It's the equivalent of saying, well, that dude is 6'7". He's super tall but he's also 5'3". He's kind of short. That doesn't make any sense. That is a physical impossibility. The dude is either 6'7", or he's 5'3". He's one or the other, right? You are either in a caloric surplus. You're, You're either eating more calories than you burn in a day, or you're in a caloric deficit. You're eating less calories than you burn in a day. You can't do both at the same time. It is a physical impossibility. It's saying, I'm eating 1,900 calories a day, but I'm also only eating 1,400. That doesn't make sense. It's physically impossible. But yet here come all these coaching programs promising you build muscle while you lose fat. And the answer to them is explain to me how you're going to do that. Explain to me how you're going to put me in a caloric deficit and a caloric surplus at the same time. It is a physical impossibility. That's the bad news, right? If we could change that, all of us would. Because who doesn't want to lose fat and build muscle at the same time? The silver lining is this. All of us have some level of muscle on our body, right? We use our muscles every day in different ways. There is muscle on your body. The issue is we all have different levels of fat covering that muscle. So what happens is when you get in a caloric deficit, when you go through the quote unquote cutting phase, when you're losing fat, what you're doing is you're exposing that muscle. You lose the fat covering it to show off that muscle. So typically what happens when you start losing fat is people will say to you, wow, what have you been doing? Your muscles look bigger. And in reality, you haven't actually grown your muscle, but the simple act of losing the fat covering it makes your muscles look bigger. So even though we can't build muscle while we lose fat, there is the silver lining that it's going to appear that way. Your muscles will still look bigger because they exist. And then when you've lost enough fat where you feel comfortable, you feel like this hits your goal, then you would switch and go into caloric surplus to build new muscle. And it's a cycle and it all depends on getting super clear on your goals. Now, a lot of times when people hear this, the logical follow-up question is this, Rachel, if I'm not building new muscle while I'm in a caloric deficit, if, if the only thing I'm doing is losing fat, then what's the point of lifting weights while I'm in a deficit? Shouldn't I just lift weights 
when I'm in a surplus and I'm building new muscle, and then when I'm trying to lose the fat covering it, wouldn't I just focus on nutrition or do some extra cardio? And the answer is this. To lose fat, yes, 100% nutrition is king. You can, 1,000%, you can lose fat with nutrition alone. You don't have to lift weights. You don't have to do cardio. You can lose fat solely by getting yourself in a caloric deficit and staying there. However, there's a few reasons why it is very strongly advisable to continue lifting weights. The first is to preserve your muscle. We all have some kind of muscle on our bodies already. If you've been lifting, you have even more muscle. If you stop, if your plan is to only lift weights when you're in a caloric surplus, when your goal is to build new muscle and then completely stop when you get in a deficit, it's not going to work because you're going to lose the muscle that you built. We have to preserve. The second reason is for strength right? We might not be able to build new muscle, but we can still get stronger. We can still train our muscles to lift heavier and still focus on our strength. And the last reason to me is one of the most important, and that's our metabolism. The way our bodies are designed is this, the more lean muscle mass we have on our bodies, the faster our metabolism runs. And how do we build that lean muscle mass? By lifting weights. So whether whatever you're doing with your diet, whether you're in a caloric surplus to build muscle, or for most of us, if we're in a caloric deficit to lose the fat covering that muscle, it's super important that we continue to push our muscles to do what they currently can't do, whether it's for strength, whether it's for metabolism, whether it's to preserve our muscle, whether it's to build new muscle, the answer always remains the same. Just like in our conversation about fat loss, right? We said that the only way to lose fat is to be in a caloric deficit, is to be eating less calories than we burn. There's a million ways to do it, but there's only one truth to fat loss. The same is true with muscle growth. You can do it with body weight. You can do it with resistance bands. You can do it with kettlebells. My personal favorite is by pushing yourself to lift heavier, by pushing yourself to increase the weight that you lift. Whatever you do, we have to push our muscles to do what they currently can't do because that is how muscle growth works. For more information on MindStrong Fitness, visit www.mindstrongfitness.com.